a Telltale Pod production. Spirit Bird by Jasbinda Belan Chapter 35 You wouldn't believe what's happened to these children and how they fought to get here, Lakshmi says to the nurse. They need to stay positive. Nurse Marla bristles. But he's still not well, and I don't want to raise hopes only for them to be disappointed. The fact is, we really don't know what the long-term effects of his accident will be. She checks Papa's notes. But now that the family has been located, it may be possible to discharge him. You can all stay with us for a few days before going back, leaps in Lakshmi. You can't travel with him like this. But we have to be back home by Diwali. My voice is panicky. I need to let Mom know that we found him and we'll be home by then. Just a few days, Lakshmi says again. Do you have your ma's phone number? There's no signal in the village, I say. Maybe we can send a telegram instead. Old ways are the best. Your ma will get the message on the same day and it's a week until Diwali. Plenty of time for you all to recover. Can I stay with him tonight? I ask, gripping his hand tightly. Mm, Ponders the nurse. We usually won't allow it, but I'll be able to twist sister's arm in these special circumstances. So it's all settled, says Lakshmi, and I'll get Raj to drop in a few things from home for you. Can you bring me a diva, please? It might help him get better now that we've found him. I'm not leaving him for a minute. Jeevan gives me a clumsy hug. See you in the morning, Asha. He's trying to hide it, but I know he's as worried as I am. Everything's going to be fine. Just look at the bright green bud on the mango seedling. A little while later, there's a knock at the door and it opens slightly. All sorted, with a sister in charge. The nurse winks at me. And your funny friend Raj dropped this off for you. Honestly, he had us all in stitches. Some fresh clothes, something to eat, and a few duvet, he said. I take the bag. Thank you. Be careful with the diva, though, won't you? I shouldn't really let you, but you've wrapped me round your little finger. And if it gives you a little hope... Her voice trails off. I give her my best smile in case she changes her mind. Outside, the sun is setting sending rays of darkest orange and purple bursting onto Papa's face, turning his pale skin the most beautiful shade of gold. 
I can hardly believe I found you, Papa, I whisper, holding his hands once the nurse has left. I remember all those times he helped me when I was ill or hurt, and now it's my turn to help him. I trace the lines on his palms, desperate to know if they show a happy ending. He shifts on the bed, and his eyelids give a brief flutter, but he still doesn't wake. I lift the mango seedling that I've carried all the way from Mormonali and examine it. It made such a long journey in its fragile banana leaf, and survived so much. Now in its fresh new pot, it's starting to look like a proper little plant. I balance it on the scratched metal table next to the bed, and lifting the heavy water jug, pour a few drops onto it. Lakshmi must have given me one of her special debay, ones she's bought specially for Diwali. The clay is painted bright shiny yellow and there are tiny glass pieces all around the rim. I run my finger along the edge. It's so pretty. I carefully strike a match, light the diva and place it in front of the seedling. I screw my eyes slightly closed, place my palms together and say a prayer. I screw my eyes tightly closed, place my palms together and say a prayer. I hear the rushing water of the Ganges, the mountain winds whistling their way through the valleys of Mormonali and connect to the ancient rhythms of my ancestors. The light is fading fast and in the glowing darkness the orange flicker of the diva lights up the mango seedling. With fresh confidence I begin my incantation to bring Papa back from the shadowy world he has been stuck in these past months. Papa, I bow my head with love. The journey to find you has been long and treacherous. I've had to fight my way to get here, crossing mountains, facing dangers I could have only imagined, and now I ask if you can hear me, wake up so we can all go home. Ma is waiting all by herself. With Rohan and Rupa. I rest my head against his chest, listening to the thump thumping of his heart. I've come to get you, Papa. You have to remember me. It was so hard. Chivan got really ill in the forest, and then we climbed all the way to the highest temple in the world. Some men trapped us in a junkyard and made us work until our fingers bled. Ma borrowed money, Pa, and there's a deadline and we have to pay the loan back by Diwali or we'll lose our home forever. <laughs> I take Papa's hand and rest it against my cheek. A tear rolls down his finger. That's why I need you to remember me. I need your help. The evening ticks by. And I watch Papa closely as each hour slips into the next, waiting for him to wake up. Finally, his lashes move briefly before his eyes spring open in fright, as if he's still dreaming. He looks past me, without saying a word. Papa! It's me! It's Asher! I grip the blanket more tightly. 
I hold his face between my palms, turning it so he has to look at me. His face is blank, but I'm frantic to help him remember. I take off my pendant. I push it into his hand. Look at this! It's Nanaji's necklace! The one she gave to Ma, and Ma gave it to me, because it's my turn to wear it now. It helped me to be strong. Ma said, I decide what I believe for myself. That's what I did. I believed in my dreams and they helped me find you. But he doesn't seem to see it and lets it fall from his hand. That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com